Fitness for the Fairways podcast, helping you make your body the best club in your bag. Joe interviews the best strength coaches, physical therapists, and golf professionals to help you take your golf performance to the next level. Hey everybody, welcome back in to this week's episode of the Fitness for the Fairways podcast. I'm your host, Joe Gambino. I'm a physical therapist here in New York City, helping golfers, people move better, feel better. Um, and that's what I do. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, chat, you can always do so on Instagram at DPT. A lot of great fitness, mobility, physical therapy, rehab-related content out there um, that you can benefit from. So if you've been enjoying the podcast and want more tangible um, movement information, you can head over there and, and get all of that as well. Today we are talking golf. No guest, just me talking about my game, uh, where things are going, uh, thoughts on what I've been doing with Super Speed, the initial thoughts, utilizing it, how my off-season practice has gone, and with my first round coming up either this week, which will be the Friday before this podcast released, or the this uh, this coming weekend. Either way, I will be getting in around the golf and seeing if the efforts that I've put in over the off season have started to come into fruition. So we'll start with what's going on with, with Super Speed, the level one protocol, what I found out about it. If you guys listen to this and are interested in the Super Speed system, you guys can head to the link in the show notes and you guys can get 10% off your entire order using the coupon code PAR4. So like I said, last week I started the Super Speed Level 1 Protocol and the first thing that I noticed is that my ego is way too big. And I say that because, you know, I use the the launch monitor to kind of get objective data. I've talked about it a thousand times. Objective data is huge to figuring out what you need to change, right? And so I would have put money down if, if before I started all this and we were sitting together and we were talking about club hit speed, I would have put money down saying that I would easily been able to swing 100 miles per hour on one of those swings where I'm swinging as hard as possible and I would have ended up losing money that day because... You know, in reality, I found out that my average club head speed with uh, the, the super speed sticks is 85 miles per hour. I've also been doing some trackman work and find out that's about my average speed with my driver as well. And uh, my initial day, I topped out at 92 miles per hour. So my first swings were in the low 80s, finished about 92. It was a six mile per hour difference overall. And you know, I needed to change my expectations a little bit. Um, Trackman has confirmed this. Uh, I've done two sessions on Trackmans within the last couple of weeks, and it's showing the same things. My averages mid 80s as far as club head speed goes, and my maxes will be in the low 90s. Now, that is all good. I've been hitting my current drives between 180 to 220 yards. Um, so. It's starting to come together. My big goal in the offseason was putting my driver together, actually being able to use it this season. I think it will significantly help my game having a longer club. So if I could hit the driver, um, 
you know, I should be able to play, you know, the distance should definitely help me out. But, you know, one thing I realized is that my ego is way too big and that my club hit speed is not as fast as I thought. And I've also realized that you know, super speed training or just over speed training in general has nothing to do with the super speed system. Um, but speed training in general is definitely harder on your body than I initially expected. Um, I need to make sure that I have enough rest time between swings, especially as it gets into the protocol, because I will see a dip in my speed numbers if the rest periods are not optimal. And that's that's basic. Um, I mean, even in the gym, if you're doing speed training, power training, there are higher rest periods that usually get associated with that. So no different here. But, you know, I, I think that we take for granted, you know, oh, I'm just swinging a stick. It's not that hard. Um, but it does affect the nervous system significantly. Also, joint-wise, um, it's definitely harder on the body. Swinging as hard as you can for, you know, whatever. I don't know the exact number of swings off the top of my head, but it's probably in the ballpark of 30, I would say, uh, 30 to 40. I definitely did notice some um, right lower back issues um, initially starting. So I had to not necessarily adjust that, but I've had to adjust the way that I warm up and, and do my mobility training around it. And I've adjusted well and things have been feeling much better with my golf swing. I also think this doing this will, you know, I haven't really swung too much like full swing wise, almost all off season just because it's been cold. It's been hard to actually get to a range. Uh, we had a lot of snow recently. So um, I think this will start to condition my body, my joints. Um, so when I get to into the thick of things in the golf season, I think I'm going to hold up better than I normally do. Uh, another thing that I realized, and this is a, a, a big one, one I, I didn't really expect to find with super uh, doing over speed training is that I found that I'm, I'm wildly inconsistent with my golf swing. And not from like, I, I know when I play golf, I can be super inconsistent. I could have good shots, really bad shots. It's all over the place. Right, but from a ground reaction force and speed perspective, my numbers bounced around all over the place. Most of the times it was high 70s to the mid 80s. There was occasionally the faster speed swings that hit up into the 90s. And I had a lot of swings that were down 50s and 60s. And there's kind of really sporadic and all over the place. So what I've really learned is that I'm, I have a inability to consistently use the ground. And that is most likely a byproduct of my swing. And something that I'm hoping that this over speed training will help me kind of address is becoming more consistent with my outputs, right? So I'm learning how to generate forces better, being more consistent, whether I don't think this is going to be the magic that makes my swing like really good. But I think if I learn how to utilize the ground better, when I'm trying to swing harder on the golf course, those things I think will start to play together because I think you have to be a little bit more efficient with your golf swing in order to become more efficient into the ground and creating a faster club at speed. So, you know, again, these are my initial thoughts of the super speed system, over speed training, what I've been doing. And what I'd like to see, and we'll find out in a few weeks, right? When because this is a six-week program, when my off-season training uh, officially closes, 
about six weeks from now, I should have a little bit more data on how this went and how my off-season training from a fitness perspective went and what have I noticed, especially I'll be getting into a couple rounds as well, you know, what kind of differences am I noticing from last season to this season, right? And that's kind of what I'm really excited to really start to see and let you guys know about because that kind of data will help influence decision making as far as how we should be training and and what we should be doing in our off season and I'm hoping that my lessons come off to you guys that you guys can improve your game in season off um off season and everywhere in between right so the inconsistency in my golf swing is something that I've I've noticed you know and I'm hoping that really gets built out over these next few weeks um I've done two days so far, three days of the super speed training system, and I've noticed improvements pretty quickly. The last session, I've I've closed in on 100 miles per hour. Again, it's the far and few in between. So I'm hoping that you know they say the average improvement in in uh, the phase one protocol is a five mile per hour improvement in club head speed by the end of it. I'm hoping to exceed that I need to feed my ego a little bit you know I want to know that you know I'm able to well swing over 100 miles per hour so right now if we're saying my max is 92 I'm hoping for that max to to, to sit well over 100 where my average clip at speed is sitting up in those upper 90s closing in 100, 100 miles per hour and I think I feel feel really good about that so I think between the training I think between the the super speed uh, or the overspeed training protocol that I'm going through, I think that I will be able to to kind of get there and time will tell, right? So, you know, I'll be putting everything to the test. We'll see how it goes at the end of this off-season training. So outside of that, you know, I mentioned I've gotten a few range sessions in. Range is always much better than the golf course. I, I think all golfers in our heads know that. Um you know, it's. I think we all get disappointed and upset when we get to the golf course and realize, you know, everything we've done on the driving range is not quite the same because obviously conditions are different, uh, mentality is different, all of these things. You don't, you know, a, a miss, a missed hit with the driver um, on the range means nothing, right? You just get to hit, keep hitting a few more, a few more, and refine where you don't really get that opportunity on the golf course. So. You know, I'm kind of curious to see how it goes. I think I'm, you know, this season I should be able to work that driver and and get it going based on what I've seen off the range. Um, I've been doing a lot of putting practice. I have the putt out mat. I've been working six feet and within. I've been working on the putting stroke, okay, getting better contacts, uh, which I really needed to work on. And I've been working on my putting lines. Uh, so that has been pretty good. And I'm hoping that getting out there, I'm going to see my current average of putting, which is about 38 per round, start to drop, start noticing that I'm hitting a little bit more fairways, less tops, a little less with the bad shots, and really, really, really hoping that I, I break that that 100 this season. And I'm hoping it happens sooner than later, uh, because if it waits to the end of the season, I'm going to go mad. You know, I got really close last season, 104 is my best round. I'm right there, so let's go get it. And I want to talk a little bit about what's been going on with my off-season off strength training. There's still six weeks left. I'm two and a half months in and extremely happy with the results as far as what I've been feeling with my body. My strength levels are starting to come back. I had a seven-month layoff from the gym just 
lost the passion a little bit, lost the fire for being in the gym. I was spending more time outdoors with with COVID hitting, a lot of hiking, a lot of biking, um, a lot of golf. So just just didn't really get into the gym. So it's you know I'm really glad to be back into the gym. It's great to be be moving weight a little bit more and and getting some of that strength back. Um, and I'm feeling my body is feeling really good doing it. I'm feeling lighter. Um, so between this and what's going on with the the overspeed training, I'm really gonna I'm really hoping to see really solid golf performance metrics starting to improve, mainly in the club bed speed. Uh, because overall I've been feeling much more solid and I think that's going to carry over to the game as well. And even uh, when I'm practicing now, things feel more consistent. So all really, really good. I'm hoping to see those kind of changes. And, you know, I've had, I opened this up to everybody at the beginning of it to have you guys join me within my offseason training program using True Coach and having you guys follow the same program as me. And the results have been amazing so far. Everybody is noticing improvements in their ability to hit the ball further. Um, I have one member, Sharon. She she uh, reached out, and this was only uh, uh, I think a month and a half in, and she was saying that her you know her friends like, hey, what the hell have you been doing? Uh, you know, with with whatever you've been practicing on because they are noticing that she's hitting the ball further. So because of the amount of success that's been going on, I'm going to have an open enrollment probably starting next month um, as I start to figure out where my in-season training is going to be. Um, I'm going to have anyone who wants to join me for in-season golf training where we're going to go through the same process. So there will be details to come on that. So, like I said, in the in the last two and a half months that this program has been going, I've noticed significant improvements in my mobility. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you've been seeing the toe touch progress. You've been seeing the the sissy squat progress, which I've been using as a way to start training my hip extension a little bit more. Because sometimes just doing random mobility drills, not ra- they're not random, but doing mobility drills with you know no performance metric attached to it sometimes gets boring. Um, so knowing, hey, I have a goal of doing you know, a full sissy squat and, you know, being able to get palms to the floor with my toe touch. Those things have been driving me to stay much more consistent and having a little bit more fun with, with my mobility program. So that's really been kicking ass with that. And like I said, you know, feeling better, strength levels coming back, my squat, um, deadlifts, all those things. So been really, really great to start to see. And, you know, I think, you know, with repeated programs now as the, the year goes on we I should really start to be seeing you know real strength starting to become back I'm really just getting back to, to baseline I haven't I don't think I've really put on any real strength so far but I mean that was kind of the goal was getting back into it slowly building back up my strength making sure movement is is flawless with control so I think um, so far this program has done a really really good job of doing that uh, but that's my thoughts right now going into this season. Um, everything off-season-wise seems to be um, you know, going really, really well. And I have no complaints on how it's going. And I'm really hoping that I'm seeing you know, performance metrics happening on the golf course. Again, I use the Corinth to track everything that happens on the golf course. I have all my workouts tracked in the app called True Coach. Um, and you know, I use TrackMan data and I have these launch monitors, Rapsodo, uh, to kind of really help me gauge what's going on when I'm practicing. So, you know, a lot of data. Let's see where things go. 
I appreciate your ears. Thanks for checking in. If you guys enjoyed this episode and you haven't left a review, please do so. This really helps get this show um, growing into more listeners' ears so that this way the information here is helping more and more golfers. Uh, But otherwise, I will see you guys back here next week. We have a great episode. Uh, We're coming into episode 91. It's the home stretch coming into episode 100. And I'm trying to get something really awesome set up for episode 100 to, to, you know, really offer and give back to you guys and offer my thanks um, for the dedication that you guys have done listening in each and every week for the last, uh, I think we're coming close to, to two years at this point. So It's been an amazing ride. Thank you all again, and I will see you guys back here next week.